Hi, I'm Brian Nita, and I'm joined by my wife, Rosalind. Hey, it's great to be here together with you guys. We want to welcome everyone to our communion fellowship service. Thank you for everyone tuned in and listening. We are excited to be able to meet together in small groups and in some cases by house church to get some much, much needed in-person fellowship. Our goal today is that not only will you be encouraged by the fellowship, but that you'll be able to experience the power of being together. Let's get right into it and why it's so important for us to be able to be able to meet up together today. And for us, it's the ability to be able to find freedom. During this pandemic, Rosalind, you and I have discussed about perhaps we've identified four things that all of us can really use freedom from that in some ways uh, can own us during this pandemic, which can be fear, anxiety, guilt, and anger. Definitely. So which of those do you feel like you most relate to that you need freedom from? I think for me, probably the ones I relate to the most is um, needing freedom from the fear and needing freedom from the anxiety. Oftentimes I don't identify that it's fear and anxiety that I feel on the inside. Um, I think being a parent of young kids during a pandemic, um, I'm in California, so here we've been shelter in place for about seven months. Um, and you know, over the past couple of months, you had the fires with the bad air quality and I can be very aware that I want to find freedom from having to stay indoors, um, from the house. I want the freedom to be able to um, just go to church and have fellowship without needing to be concerned about bubble groups or coronavirus. I want the freedom to be able to return to what I remember as normal. Um, but even, you know, just to give each other a hug or to hang out or to have a potluck together. And um, But what I find more than just that is that I really need the freedom from the fears and anxieties that I feel on the inside. It could be fears for our, our um, kids' health and our, fam- our family's health, anxieties about school for the kids. Um, can just be just a fear of rejection and insecurity in friendships or fears of making mistakes um, during this time. And um, what I find is that oftentimes instead of dealing with what's going on on the inside and the fears that drive me, I can um, instead settle for superficial relief. And that happened this past weekend where I was like, we need to get out of this place, um, get some good air and, you know, looked up online and it was like Half Moon Bay has really good air quality. So we just, you know, made an impromptu trip to the beach in, in Half Moon Bay. And, um, and what I find is that uh, I think everyone else had that same idea because um, it was great to be there for a couple hours, but then on the way home, we got stuck in major, major traffic. And um, at that moment, I thought, wow, I, I'm by myself trapped again in the traffic. And what I realized is that although it gave me some temporary relief, what I was really, what I'm really actually looking for is the, the freedom from the fear and anxiety, which is what's causing me stress in the first place. Yeah. You know, it's great that you share that. It reminds, reminds me of this article in The Atlantic um, that speaks to uh, um, something that parents are going through. It says, many parents believe that the way to be there for their kids during a crisis is to sacrifice their own needs for their, for their children's. Parents are so focused on making things run smoothly for their kids that they're running themselves ragged. Parents don't eat regular meals, sleep enough, or get this, reach out to other adults for support. But nobody can function like this for long, and eventually parents' own anxiety will be even worse as a result. And if there's one thing in a household that's as contagious as a virus, it's anxiety. In order to be present for their kids, 
parents first need to be present for themselves. Parents will have to reach inward before they can reach outward. And what I make a connection with from reading this article and as you share, a lot of the freedom that we're looking for is not from uh, being able to get out of our houses or whatnot, but really it's an internal, really it's a spiritual, really it's a heart freedom that all of us are looking for. And that's why I think the scripture is so important. It's Proverbs one thirty three in the Passion Translation. It says, But the one who always listens to me will live undisturbed in a heavenly place, free from fear, confident and courageous, You'll rest unafraid and sheltered from the storms of life. What a great scripture. And the scripture is in the midst of being through the storms of life, whatever may be happening to us, we don't have to be disturbed. We can be free from fear and we can rest unafraid. But as I look at the scripture, the key to it says, the one who always listens to me, which makes me reflect and think about, man, how much am I going to my Bible to find freedom? How much am I looking to the scriptures? Not lack is lack so daisically. Am I just reading my Bible to get it over with? Or in some ways, some of us were so stressed, so anxious, it's really easy to dismiss the scriptures and stop reading the Bible altogether. But the Bible says, man, it's actually when we follow its directions, when we learn to take our anxieties to the scriptures, it will be able to help us. And I need that. I mean, talking about the fears that I need to be freed from or the things I need to be free from, I feel like it's guilt and anger. And I identify with anger quite a bit. Just like you, there's been increased anxiety and fear that I've had to deal with or I've been dealing with. But I don't always acknowledge and I don't deal with it on a daily basis with God. And as a result, I find myself becoming more irritable, more frustrated, more angry, and it can come on the family. And I know you've experienced this. I've been more of a bear at different times. And I realized this the other day when I don't deal with my own anxieties and fears, I can't lead our family to. Uh, um, You might be anxious about something for a good reason. Kyle or Chloe might be frustrated about something. But I'm not able to lead through it. I can just get angry at it. I can go, hey, Kalea, stop being anxious. And I don't know how well that works at really helping a six-year-old work through her anxieties. But just telling her, stop being anxious. And so I learned for myself that, man, I first got to do this for myself with the scriptures. And then I'll be able to lead our family as well to get that freedom. What do you think? Well, that makes a lot of sense. I think, um, you know, I think it's inspiring to hear that we can have peace and be free from fear. I know, as I shared earlier, I do struggle with fear, but I, I think as I read the scripture, what it makes me think is that the key for me is how much of my mind space is spent focused on listening to God rather than the news or even just the fears of others around me. I find that even when there's something hopeful in the news, there's always something cynical to um, a cynical perspective as well. In the times that I've allowed myself to be influenced by the news and the world around me more than God's words, Uh, those are the times I allow my fear and anxiety to control me. And I think that's a temptation that we can all face to um, handle things um, the way the world handles things and to try to control our fears and anxieties or control the circumstances around us rather than rely on God more during this time. And I think this scripture helps me to gain a perspective that the more I listen to God and prioritize building my life on the Bible, I can actually live undisturbed and unafraid despite whatever's going on around me. Yeah. So to answer that that second question that we have, how, how do we get free? And the scripture says that God's going to lead us to freedom. Well, how do we get it? And, and we get to freedom 
by friendship. And that's friendship first and foremost with God and then others. But let's get right, get right into the first part, friendship with God. In Ephesians 1, in verse 4, in the voice translation, it says, God chose us to be in a relationship with Him even before He laid out plans for this world. He wanted us to live holy lives characterized by love, here it is again, free from sin and blameless before Him. Verse 6, Ultimately, God is the one worthy of praise for showing us His grace. He is merciful and marvelous, freely giving us these gifts in His beloved. Visualize this, His blood freely flowing down the cross, setting us free. There it is again. We are forgiven for our sinful ways by the richness of His grace. So what the scripture is teaching us is that the first way we find freedom from being trapped on the inside, whether it's fear or guilt or anxiety or whatever it may be, is it's a relationship that God chose us to be in a relationship with him. And because he chose us to be in a relationship with him, he had Jesus go to the cross and die on that cross. And so whatever guilt, whatever might be keeping us from God, we could be free from that. And I know that's a big, big thing right now. Whether, you know, you want to argue that in America we're handling this pandemic well or not, well, free from guilt is a big one because 50 per- there's a study that says 54% increase in sales of alcohol has jumped from last year to this year. What I take from that is that we are escaping in an effort to find freedom. And for you, for me, for us, whatever, it could be alcohol. It's not me in particular, but man, it could be social media. It could be venturing into other places where, where we don't belong on the internet that makes us feel guilty. It could be food. We may have bought a carton of ice cream that's supposed to last us the week and really only lasts us one evening. Or it could be a, a Netflix. You know, I, I started watching a show about a Chef's Table Barbecue and I found myself escaping and going, man, I'm planning my next vacation to go to Central Texas to barbecue. And I'm planning a, 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 a barbecue, a, a travel plan of eating all the best barbecue in the land. Now, I know we're never going to go to Texas and we're never going to do that. But that's where I was escaping to. And we can all be escaping to different places. And then we can feel guilty because uh, uh, we end up procrastinating or spending a lot of time doing things that are unproductive, but we can get free from that. What do you feel like you need to get free from? Or how does the scripture speak to you, Rose? Well, that's a good question. I think um, the way the scripture uh, speaks to me is, um, I think the part about being characterized by love, um, is just having the room in my own heart and cluttering my own heart and emotions so that I can have room for others. And what I find is that when I'm full of my fears and anxieties, Um, I become very self-focused. I'm more negative and I grumble and complain more. And I don't have room to really love and care for others. And I need that freedom from sin um, to be blameless before God so I can have faith and confidence um, from God to even help others during this time. Because there's a lot of others out there that uh, need help during this time and need hope. And and, um, it's encouraging to know that I can have that because of the cross. Nice. So one place we get freedom is from our relationship with God, the friendship with God. But the other place the Bible says we get freedom from is from being in relationship with each other. And that's almost just as important. So our last point about this is together we're better. Before I jump into that, I got to read to you one stat, Rosalind, I know you would appreciate and the rest of the, 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 the audience, those listening to us would be appreciated as well. But, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, as they're trying to understand coronavirus, the World Health Organization, WHO, World Health Organization, 
determined that dogs cannot uh, uh, contract coronavirus or spread coronavirus. And so he found out that uh, who let the dogs out. It's who let the dogs out. <laughs> uh, you see, you missed it. You've been waiting for, for seven plus months. I knew one of my corny dad jokes were going to come. And it was right there. I delivered it for you. Uh, you know you loved it. You know you've missed it. And uh, uh, you forgot about those. But I digress. Romans 1 verse 9. See, you do need the fellowship, even with annoying people. It says, I find myself constantly praying for you and hoping it's in God's will for me to be with you soon. I desperately want to see you so that I can share some gifts of the Spirit to strengthen you. Plus, I know that when we come together, something beautiful will happen as we are encouraged by each other's faith. What a great scripture. But what Paul's talking about right here is like, hey, we got to spend time together. I I don't want to just write letters about you. I just don't want to pray. I don't want to just connect with you. I want some face-to-face time. Why? Because when we get together, it says something beautiful will happen because we're able to encourage and build each other's faith. You know, there's an article in in Atlantic that, that talks about love is a medicine for fear, but says Americans are getting lonelier. And former Surgeon General Vivek Murthy has written a book about this, and the U.S. Health Resources and Services Administration has declared a loneliness epidemic. So now we're in a pandemic. It's actually a loneliness epidemic, specifically citing living alone, being unmarried, no participation in social groups, fewer friends, and strained relationships as a culprit. Clearly, a lack of relations makes life's fears harder to cope with. So not only do the the fears of everything going on makes it more difficult, but it's because we're alone, because we're not together, that things even become greater for us. That's why it's so important for us to be able to be together. Well, I know I'm so grateful and excited that we get to meet together in person with friends today. You know, Zoom has its benefits, right, and purposes, but there's nothing like the relief of in-person fellowship to be able to let down, share our weeks, our guilt, our fears, our stresses, and to be able to get that spiritual encouragement and to be able to help each other. And I'm definitely looking forward to having that today. Yeah, it has been great being together. So make sure you get a chance to pray together for a communion after this and have a fantastic time getting a chance to fellowship and helping each other to find the freedom that we talked about today. We'll see you guys next time.